Hi, George here. Just wanted to quickly let you know about my other podcast. It's a daily one called Bible Boost. And if you like the seven-minute sermon, then you'll probably enjoy it. It's available wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Bible Boost, click subscribe or follow, and you'll get a new episode every weekday. Seven Minute Sermon, a podcast from Reverend George Pink. The Bible has a lot to say about love. In a very famous passage from 1 Corinthians, St. Paul writes that love is the greatest of the three things that remain. Three things will last forever. Faith, hope and love. And the greatest of these is love. Another person who wrote letters in the New Testament was the Apostle John. And he says that God is love. We know how much God loves us and we have put our trust in his love. God is love and all who live in love live in God and God lives in them. In that same letter, St. John also says we see what real love looks like when we look at what Christ has done for us. We know what real love is because Jesus gave up his life for us. So we also ought to give up our lives for our brothers and sisters. And Paul says something similar in his letter to the Galatians. I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. The New Testament teaches that God's love has been supremely revealed in Jesus Christ. When we see what he has done for us, we see that God loves us. Like Paul, we can say that the Son of God loved us and gave himself for you and me. So the Bible has a lot to say on the topic of love. And our contemporary society also has a lot to say about love. Especially this week, when the focus is on romantic love. Because I'm publishing this seven-minute sermon in the middle of February, you're probably hearing it either just before or just after Valentine's Day. These days, Valentine's is a mostly secular celebration. It's sometimes called a hallmark holiday. But it actually began as a liturgical feast, so a day in the church calendar, like Christmas or Easter. And that's because there was a real guy, a priest, called Valentine, who lived in the 3rd century. I believe he is still recognised as a saint by the Catholic Church. Sanctus Valentinus, or St. Valentine. However, about 50 years ago, they actually removed him from the official church calendar. And that was because we don't really have enough reliable information about him. There are some different theories and some legends, which may or may not be true. Perhaps the best known one is that Valentine was persecuted for his faith. He was martyred. And when he was in jail he signed a letter with the words from your valentine to his jailer's daughter, whom he had become friends with. There's another well-known story, which is that he defied the orders of the Roman emperor by secretly marrying couples to spare the husbands from going to war. And Valentine's Day, as a special day for lovers, goes back to the 14th century. So people have been getting all gushy on this day in February for about 700 years. I think Valentine's Day is one of those things that people either really like or they don't like at all. And it can be a bit of a tricky day. 
I reckon it's something that Christians particularly need to think quite carefully about. Especially what sort of message we're wanting to put across when it comes to this. Now, to be clear, I am not anti-Valentine's Day. I don't want to sound like a Grinch. But I do think it's worth remembering Jesus' own relationship status. I saw someone on social media point out that the most fully alive person who ever lived, so Jesus, was not married. He never even dated. That doesn't mean being in a romantic relationship or being married is not a good thing. Of course, it can be wonderful. It can be great. But for Christians, I don't think it's our first priority. And it's not how we primarily understand our identity. Our relationship status might be an important part of who we are, but it does not ultimately define us. I believe that our identity is, first and foremost, about being a loved child of God. That is who we are before and after any romantic attachments we may or may not have. So if you're married, God loves you. If you're single, God loves you. If you're in a dating relationship, God loves you. If you're widowed, God loves you. If you're divorced, God loves you. You get the picture. In the week of Valentine's Day, there is a lot of talk about love. And some of it is really good. As I say, I am no Grinch. But please, let's not make the same mistake that so much of the culture around us makes. That our relationship status is who we are. Because I don't think it is. I believe that who we are, our real identity, that is about being a priceless individual, made in God's own image, and unconditionally loved by Him. The Bible is very clear that God loves each and every one of us. As we heard, God is love. And we've seen this love on display in the person of his son, Jesus. He himself said that God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. God loves us so much that Jesus died for us. This shows us true love. John says we know what real love is because Jesus gave up his life for us. And Paul tells us that the Son of God loved us and gave himself for us. So when we look at what Jesus has done, we see that we are loved by God. And I believe that this is the basis of our real identity. This is how we understand our true value. That's this week's 7-Minute Sermon with Reverend George Pink. To help other people find this podcast, give it a rating or review in your favourite podcast app.